0: Hello, you're listening to the C to Z of movies. My name is Colin, am the C, and with me is Zijan the Z. Zijan, when you're tired of the A to B, try the C to Z. Do you like my new slogan? Oh,
1: what? <laughs> What's the A and B? Why, no. why do Why would people get tired with the A and B?
0: That's an expression, isn't it? The A to B. Is
1: that A to B? Is it A to Z? <laughs> why, why, why Why would people get tired from A to B? What does A stand for?
0: I don't know. Uh, this, this probably isn't going to work as a slogan. You know, people say, oh, you know, the old A to B. Don't look that up. It's just- Is that an English thing? Yeah, let's say it's an English thing.
1: I'm going to ask all my English listeners.
0: Okay, well, you do that. I'll be here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, we were-
1: <laughs> <laughs> What a way to start a podcast, Colin. Uh,
0: yes, it's everyone who uh, who was listening to the first time has now switched off, and uh, we've lost them. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, next time. Um for those exactly. of you who are left, we're talking about Doctor Strange today. Yay. Yeah, indeed. We're also talking about Angelina Jolie, we're talking about Dan Brown and much, much more. Do you say
1: Darren Brown or Dan Brown?
0: I said Dan Brown. Oh. Which, which one of you prepared? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: haven't you seen a very famous Darren Brown film?
0: Uh, I've seen some Darren Brown TV stuff. That's pretty good. Uh. We'll come on to my thoughts on the Dan Brown films uh, at a later juncture.
1: <laughs> we don't need your thoughts about the Dan Brown films, can we? It's just a you, quiz.
0: You're going to get my thoughts whether you want to <laughs> no, or not. No, we We don't need your thoughts on <laughs> I'm going to allocate 20 minutes at the end of this thing for my thoughts what? on the Dan Brown films. <laughs> <sighs> um, how do you spell atrocious? That might be important. Um, They're not that bad. We'll, we'll come on to that, but they are. They are that bad. Um, we're recording a little earlier than usual this uh, this time. Usually, it's Halloween. A few days, so it is indeed Halloween as we record. Um, this might mean there's not as much news this time, but there'll be a bonanza of news next time. That was that was, that was how you described it, wasn't it? Yeah, bonanza of bonanza. like a cornucopia of news. Like ooh, mm,
1: wow. I know but, big words too.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> um, I don't like Halloween at all. I'm gonna come out and say it. Don't like is it. it
1: because all the animated things that come to life and start speaking
0: uh not just that
1: is it all the kids that go out trick-and-treating and it, what's the thing your
0: car? i don't i don't like ghosts i don't like witches i don't like stuff like that i don't like kids knocking on my door trying to get free stuff
1: they're not trying to get free stuff <sighs> they're trading for not egging your car <laughs> that's
0: I, that's but, not free that is that, that, i mean that's illegal let's be honest <laughs> ah they should all be clapped tonight so I, I have had my my doorbell rung once tonight i ignored it i didn't even pretend i was out
1: what you left the light on as well
0: Yeah, switch on lights he cares that's awful I'm calling fine. giving so check my car tomorrow and you don't need to dress up
1: as a witch or a ghost either you can dress up as a sexy cat
0: thank you <laughs> if i if i were to dress up as a cat i'm sure it'd be a sexy cat. Um, <laughs> right <laughs> that, that, that's all the halloween talk you're getting let's go to the news uh i'll go first this time what no i know no, i know i know no, no, no. no. <laughs> i only
1: have i only have four pieces of news this time and you're going to you're going to use the same ones that i'm
0: going to use um okay tell you what, i'll go for one that i'm pretty sure you won't be going for okay you, okay where are you going to talk about the potential rambo reboot yes oh <laughs> really? See, Colin. Uh i'm sorry Well, not that, sorry. I'm going to keep going. So, Rambo. Have you seen the Rambo films, Eijan? Never. I have seen the first one.
1: How many films are there, anyway?
0: Uh, There are four to date, uh, which have the greatest naming convention of any films, okay? So the first one is called First Blood. Uh, The Mm -hmm. second one is called Rambo colon First Blood Part Mm 2. The third one is called Rambo 3. And Mm -hmm. the fourth one is called Rambo.
1: That makes a lot of sense.
0: It makes no sense whatsoever, but hey, um, the first one actually isn't bad. It's kind of a harrowing tale of a a Vietnam vet who's been mistreated by the local police. And then after that, it's just a story of sliced alone, killing people.
1: Was it Sly in all the films?
0: Uh, It was, until now, when they're rebooting it, and he's out of it, he's gone.
1: And was it, I think I read somewhere that Rambo is the movie character that has killed the most people.
0: Is this not from the same source that told you last time that Guardians of the Galaxy has killed the most people? <laughs> no, Guardians uh, of the Galaxy as a film nonsense. in a
1: whole has killed a lot of people. But Rambo as a character alone has killed the most people.
0: Uh, what about whoever it was who blew up Alderaan?
1: No one cares about that, Colin. Alderaan is uninherited. We've been through this.
0: <laughs>
1: Why are we rehashing all podcasts anyway? He like we have you were, no information left and we're trying to drag this out a little bit.
0: It's because you were wrong then and you're wrong now. Millions <laughs> died. Anyway, in the first film he kills like one person and then after that he just kills bucket loads.
1: Yeah.
0: Bucket load is probably the wrong phrase because you can't fit a whole person into a bucket. But there you go. Depends on how big the bucket is. So. It does or how small the person. Um, it's getting rebooted. No one knows anything else about it. I think it's called Rambo New Blood. Oh, okay. One person knows more about it. Mm-hmm. New blood—that's clever because he stopped yeah. off with first blood. I get, I get what's going on.
1: Exactly, and the plan is for Rambo to be kind of a James Bond figure. Yeah. Basically, like um, you know, you have sequels and recasting. Yes, you yes, said yeah, do. Just, yeah, like James Bond, but who knows? I've not seen any Rambo films. Um,
0: yeah, that's never ever going to happen. Um, <laughs> I mean, they've made four films in the last like thirty years or something. So it's not like the the world isn't crying out for another Rambo film. No, I'm not. Your turn for the news.
1: (laughs) That was a slightly longer pause that I wanted it to be. Um, You're
0: saying that, but when I edit it, it might be a really short pause. That's true. And then you'll look stupid. (laughs) The Incredibles 2. Oh, yes.
1: They're arriving a year early.
0: Ooh, when are they arriving?
1: So the US release date is now um, June 2018. So they pretty much swapped it with um, Toy Story 4, which is now due one year later in June 2019. So... I am okay with this because I already have seen three Toy Stories and only one Incredibles, so I'm happy for them to move Incredibles up and move Toy Story 4 back.
0: You hear that, Pixar? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I
1: don't think they need approval for anything, Colin.
0: Well, <laughs> that's what you think.
1: Do you like the Incredibles?
0: Uh, yeah, it's a great film. Very, very good film. Um, I am looking forward to a sequel to that.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm, I wonder if Jack-Jack will still remain a baby or will he grow up a little bit?
0: Hmm. We don't. We don't know. We just don't know. Um. It's. I, I have nothing more to <laughs> add. But uh, uh, it could be that. It, 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 it could. It could be something else. If you think you know how old Jack Jack is going to be in the new Incredibles film, let us know. Um, you can find us on. You can find us on Movies at gmail dot com or on the Twitter at Movies. Speaking of which, have you ever been on our Twitter account, Season?
1: Oh maybe by accident
0: yep excellent well speaking of uh, speaking of sequels uh, Shaun the Sheep 2 is coming speaking of other sequels um, <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see the uh, the film Sky High uh,
1: yes I loved that film I thought uh, you would it stars, it's, a, it's a fun film um, yeah Danielle Pornadeca, the she plays in Snow I can't uh, know what yeah, her last thanks.
0: name was Uh, Panabaker. Panabaker. Yeah, it's basically
1: like a Hogwarts, but for superheroes, right?
0: That's right. Yeah, starring uh, as you say, well, some some guy whose name escapes me. It also had um, Kurt Kurt Russell Russell in it, and uh, it's getting a sequel, maybe.
1: I'm quite excited for that. I'm quite. I really like the first film, and I was quite sad that they didn't make a sequel for that.
0: But uh, Daniel Panabaker on Twitter says she hopes to be involved. So there you go. She's playing be. a
1: lot of characters with superpowers nowadays.
0: When you say a lot, do you mean one? Two. Is the other one the one in Sky High?
1: Oh yeah, that's true. She has a cornucopia <laughs> of superpowers.
0: Yeah, I think you're misusing
1: cornucopia. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one. I'm going to use it in every single opportunity I can now.
0: Okay. Well, uh, at the moment, this is very, very early days, so who knows if it's ever going to happen, but uh, I would watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of... Apparently, so So there you go. Sequels. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: Olympus Has Fallen 3 is confirmed. Oh, <laughs> what it stars your favourite actor, Gerard Butler?
0: Everyone's 10th choice action star, This Butler. is number
1: 10, Colin. What numbers are we?
0: Um, I'm actually number 9. I'm being I'm being asked to be the new Rambo. That's, a, that's an exclusive for the c of movies. <laughs> Will you be watching uh, the, the next Olympus Has Fallen? Which I believe is called Angel Has Fallen. Yeah,
1: um, hmm. I think it's referring to Air Force One. Did you know that the Air Force One was nicknamed Angel? I didn't know that until they...
0: I didn't know that and I don't really believe it. Um, <laughs> Why? I just, I just don't think it's true. Uh, I don't need a reason. Uh, I haven't seen the previous two. I don't intend to see this one. What about you?
1: Me neither. Let's move on.
0: Excellent. Um, some time ago on the podcast, we, we talked about who might be playing Lando Calrissian in the uh, Han Solo solo spin off movie. And we thought it might be Donald Glover, based on the fact that the internet was saying it might be Donald Glover. Yep. It's Donald Glover. We don't have to do the
1: whole segment of you making a mistake again, Colin.
0: I don't don't think I've ever made mistakes on this podcast. Um, uh, That's not true. I will be apologizing for most of this. You make a cornucopia
1: of mistakes, Colin.
0: Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, well done, Donald. Um, Everyone knew it was going to happen, but now it's been confirmed it's happening. Congratulations. Um, I think it's a good choice. Can he grow a moustache, though? Hmm. Just one of life's many unanswerable questions. It's
1: November tomorrow as well. It is. Are you going to do it?
0: No. no I've done November in previous years. Uh, and... You've done November once, haven't you, Season?
1: Yep, that was very productive.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was exciting. Uh, no, I'm currently in a state of facial hair and I'm not going to shave it off to start again. Why not? It's for prostate cancer. I think it's against prostate cancer, but that's. Uh... <laughs> A different thing. Uh, do you have any more news so we can move away from my face?
1: Well, <laughs> I'm like talking about your face. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. No,
0: no, no. It's been,
1: yeah. It's been a quiet one week since the last I have, podcast.
0: I have three more items of news. That's what? how much news I've got. Go I on, know. Let's talk about it. Conucopia news. A cornucopia of news, indeed. Um. Sorry, I just hit the, hit the desk there. You might have heard that on the mic. Um, there's going to be an Oliver remake and it's going to be starring and produced by and directed by and written by, possibly some of those things aren't true, uh, The Great Ice Cube. Ah.
1: Uh, are they remaking all musicals now?
0: Uh, I think that's right.
1: They remade Annie a while back, didn't they? They
0: did. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that, that that was kind of the, the new Black Annie. This is the Black Oliver, I guess, and it's going to be uh, hip-hop and all, all that. Ah, uh, why? Why are they doing this? Uh Ice Cube's got a gotta work isn't he
1: yeah because i think uh, i didn't watch the last any the black any but they they changed the songs um they made it more younger i i've got quotation marks with i'm doing quotation marks with
0: my fingers now okay but they added well,
1: like hip-hop elements into the songs as well and it just kind of ruined pretty much the if you like film.
0: that if you like that which no one did you'll love the oliver remake um being that i'm much much younger than you. This might be uh, this might be more appropriate for me because uh, aren't you aren't you thirty one these days, season No, I'm not. No, <laughs> no, <Weird. laughs> no. I, don't, I think I'm mistaken, Colin. Okay, yeah. well are like confusing that. me with
1: another
0: Zian. All, all those Zians I know. Um, Josh Trank, you're you're a big Josh Trank fan, maybe? yeah he's all right. He's fine. He directed Fant Forstic, um which is terrible. He directed Chronicle, which is great. And he's going to direct a film called Fonzo, uh, starring Tom Hardy as Al Capone. That's, uh, that's some Al Capone news for this week. Uh, but last and not least, the biggest moving news of the fortnight. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared for this?
1: My heart's just stopped beating.
0: Yep, yeah, well, that's not good. <laughs> um, Scarlett Johansson and her husband have opened a popcorn shop in Paris. That is awesome news. I'm actually going (laughs) to Paris next week, Colin.
1: Oh, you should go and visit. Yeah, we just stopped by. What's the name of the popcorn? Le Popcorn Store. I
0: don't know. It's probably called uh, Scarlett Johansson Popcorn or something like that. That's very imaginative. I I was going to try and come up with a hilarious pun, but I I failed. It's probably called Popcornucopia. There you go. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) So, um, yeah. I guess she's diversifying in this economy.
0: Yeah, I I don't know whether she's gonna be working there. Uh I suspect not. But maybe. Maybe.
1: She went to Paris and decided these people need to experience the joy of popcorn.
0: And I think she's right. Well done, Scarlet. Um what a great news segment that was. <laughs> it had it had highs and had lows. What lows, Most, Colin? <laughs> Well, that Shaun the Sheep 2 bit, that was pretty nice. <laughs> um, uh, so we'll move on to the new, from the news, rather. Uh, and I know how you enjoy it when I throw your segments into a different order to normal. Yes. So we're doing Actor Factor. Oh, Actor Factor. So last week... Oh, is that the makings of a jingle? That's my new jingle. Okay.
1: Actor Factor. Actor Factor
0: that's pretty good um, thank you we should have recorded that I, we have recorded that we have recorded that if I can isolate that um, maybe we'll play it again sometime I'm
1: pretty sure I can reproduce that anyway next time <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know that's gold can will, can lightning strike twice <laughs> so you chose Angelina Jolie yes. as, the, uh, as the actor for our actor factor um, and I have seen three films <laughs> of <for> Angelina Jolie
1: <laughs> I've seen one two three four five six seven eight nine films of Angelina Jolie so I think I should Good start. Good work. Go for it. Uh, she's been in quite a few animated films. And I've seen four of them. Three of them are from the same franchise, which is Kung Fu Panda.
0: Oh, yes. I didn't know she was in
1: that. And the other one, yeah, she was uh, tigress. Okay. a tigress. Tiger who does Tiger Kung Fu.
0: They really, they really went out on a limb there.
1: <laughs> and she was also in um, Shark Tale.
0: She was. So was everyone.
1: Yeah. I wasn't there.
0: No. Enough. I was. Uh, it wasn't a speaking role, but uh, <laughs> um, so did you. Uh, did you enjoy the Kung Fu Panda films and slash or Shark Tale? Uh,
1: I didn't enjoy Shark's Tale because Will Smith was in it.
0: Of course, yes. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, no, I think Shark's Tale um, was just a big mess um, of um, of an animated film. They they the plot um, wasn't going anywhere, and it just. Incorporated lots of characters and made them to look like the voice actors as well. I think um, Will Smith's character looked a lot like Will Smith, and Angelina Jolie's character looked like Angelina Jolie. So it was basically an Angelina Jolie fish.
0: Since you already look quite like a fish, that must have been quite easy.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is true, but it wasn't a great film. Um, Kung Fu Panda, on the other hand, the first Kung Fu Panda I enjoyed. It's on Netflix. You should check it out.
0: Yeah. No.
1: It's about a panda.
0: Is it? What, what, what can the panda do?
1: eats <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Surprise. Uh, yeah, it stars Jack Black as uh, Poe,
0: the, the panda. And
1: then with um, the other characters, you have Angelina Jolie as Tigress. There's Lucy Liu as a snake. There is uh, Jackie Chan as a monkey.
0: The great Jackie Chan. great
1: Jackie Chan. And I can't remember who the other voice actors were, but there's it's quite a good uh, selection of stars in it. And I think okay. um, it's it's not a Disney Pixar film, but it's actually a very really good film by DreamWorks. And with all the sequels that it has, um, it's been very successful so far, especially in China.
0: They do love 500. Do.
1: So which goes to show if you want to make a successful film, cater right. to the Chinese public. I will. Just like Transformers.
0: Y- yeah okay uh and, and great wall which is coming out soon mm-hmm. isn't it um all about the great wall of china so would you say that kung fu panda is your favorite angina jolie movie mm,
1: with an honorable mention of mr and mrs smith
0: yes okay. <laughs> and, and what was your least favorite uh <sighs> lara croft tomb raider see lara croft tomb raider is on my list Um, And it is utter garbage. Um, I saw it in the cinema. For a long time, I ranked it as the second worst film I ever saw in the cinema. What's the first? Spice World. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, Anyway, I might have had them the other way around. It might be even worse than Spice World. Um, Yeah, she's... Uh, she's not good in it. It's not a good film. It doesn't make any sense. I'm looking forward to the uh, the reboot of Lara Croft, starring Alicia Vikander, who's a much better actress. I've also seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh-huh. which I remember thinking was okay, but didn't really live up to the. I think concept, it's more well-known. Very good It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, the starting of the Angelina and Brad Pitt romance, which, as far as I know, will continue forever. Um, so my my favorite Angelina Jolie uh-huh. film pro- of of the three I've seen is also maybe the saddest film I've ever seen, um, and it's called Changeling. Have you seen Changeling?
1: Uh, no, I've heard of it. She plays a mom with a missing son. Is that right?
0: Yes. Yeah, so her son goes missing, and um, and the authorities kind of return her son to her, but it's not her son. It's it's just a different kid. And then when she says that it's not her son, they they lock her up in an asylum. So it's an utterly devastating film. Uh, you, it's not it's not a good old fun time, but she's very good in it. Um, I got kind of a think it might be Clint Eastwood uh, directing it. That's the kind of research I could have done, but I didn't. Yeah, very powerful. And I'm just I suppose that it's quite easy to be a powerful film when you're talking about the kind of topics they're talking about because it is really heartrending. But um, it's done well. Suddenly better than Lara Croft or Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh,
1: I guess again. she can. Actually, has won an Oscar before. Has she? Yeah, in Girl Interrupted.
0: Oh, well done her. I didn't yeah, know that. Best supporting
1: actress. I've seen that film before. Um, I think it starred Hilary Swank. Was it Hilary Swank?
0: I thought it was Winona Ryder.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Winona Ryder. It was in a, a girl's mental hospital. See, I'm not remembering this video really well at all. <laughs>
0: but, she, but she's got an Oscar on the mantelpiece. So yes. Fair play to her. Well, there you go. Actor Factor completed for another uh, another episode. And what are we doing Next. Uh, next time, in honour of the fact that it's our uh, Fantastic Beasts podcast yep. and also in honour of the fact that I'm called Colin, um, we're going to be looking at the films of Colin Farrell. Ah, okay. I haven't checked with you to see if you've seen any, so we'll see how that goes.
1: I have seen a few. There you
0: go. Mm. Me too. I look forward to discussing them next time on the C to Z of movies. But now the main topic of the day, the Doctor Strange film. Awesome. There you go. Well, that's a, that's a one-word review from CJ. Uh, <laughs> was, that, was that reviewing the fact that we're doing this segment? Yeah, more the fact that we're doing the segment. Okay. So uh, for those who don't know, um, you're soon going to have a considerable amount of time spent listening to things about Doc Strange, but it's, uh, it's the latest in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, a, a doctor whose name is Stephen Strange who gains mystical powers. Uh, as ever, we will... We, Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Um, <laughs> as ever, we'll talk about it for a bit um, in a non spoiler way. Then we'll say spoilers a lot. And then we'll talk about it in a spoiler kind of way. Yes. So even works. if you haven't seen it yet, you can enjoy us uh, talking vaguely about it for a and while. And if
1: you have been doing this right, Colin, you will put the times on our podcast where you publish them.
0: I always say I will, and I never do.
1: Think of our listeners, Colin.
0: I will. I will do all I can. Um, <laughs>
1: it's tough, you know? It's tough.
0: So, vaguely, Zijen, what did you think of Doctor Strange?
1: Um, It was very solid. Um, It was a very solid Marvel outing, I think. Yeah, it's Marvel can hardly put a foot round, though. <laughs> put a foot hmm. round, though, yeah. The thing is, even though they have an obscure character like Ant-Man, or Guardians of the Galaxy, or Doctor Strange, I mean, they, they can do it in a way that's very entertaining, and I was entertained by Doctor Strange. I've actually seen it in... I actually saw it in 3D. Oh, yeah, I
0: i watched it in 2d but i thought it would work very well in 3d mm. and was i was i right
1: you're right yeah the visual effects was just mm. stunning yeah no, I and it's, oh, <laughs> it's just a cornucopia of visual effects oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: <yeah. laughs> sooner or later you're going to look at the word cornucopia and be really disappointed <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i would agree I, i've seen some of you saying it's the Possibly the best solo uh, movie from Marvel. I'm not sure I agree with that, but it was it was good fun time. I I certainly enjoyed it. I agree. The visuals are incredible. It's kind of it, were, when you saw the trailers, it looked very Inceptiony. I think it takes but it's more Inception than that, and, though. Yeah, Inception plus plus plus. It's it's a, a remarkable um, effort there. Although sitting through all the credits at the end, the number of different uh, animation companies they had working on it, it should be good.
1: Yeah, it must have cost a lot of money to. Produce a film of that quality. I mean, yeah,
0: I think they'll make it back. They'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I,
1: I would like to talk about bits where I like a lot about the visual effects, but I may, I'm afraid that I may wander into
0: spoiler territory as well. Okay, we can come back to that. Yeah. We can come back to that. Um, so let's let's talk let's talk cast. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was the the star. He was Doctor Stephen Strange. What did you think?
1: Um. So I think I mentioned this before, but I never noticed the the house accent. Okay. <laughs> at all, which was what people were complaining about in the beginning, um, probably because I don't really recognise much accents anyway. Um, but I think he did a, a good job uh, as the Doctor. I mean, you're just introducing a new character here anyway. And, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch already has built quite some reputation when he has done his Sherlock. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, he he plays smart guys and he plays Sherlock. He played um, Alan Turing in, uh, in the Imitation game. But I think he, he made this role distinct enough from that i think uh, uh maybe that was part of the accent i think yeah because i'd complained about the accent a bit in the trailers but it's, it's one of those things that you, you maybe you notice it to begin with for the first couple of minutes and then you just don't notice it at all right. in the film so it was fine and, and uh possibly americans listening will say that was terrible but yeah i can't tell so yeah i was i, was I think happy with that most
1: people would say that his character is quite similar to um robert downey jr in uh in iron man though no? um with yeah, less charisma as well, I think. I think Robert Downey Jr. was more charismatic as Iron Man.
0: Yeah, I, I'd is. agree with that. I mean, they have both got great facial hair, um, but yeah. Whilst Robert Downey Jr. really can carry a film, and, and he yeah, makes yeah the comedy moments work very well. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree. Not all the jokes landed. No, with, I, I, I think I, um,
1: yeah, that that is very true. I <laughs> that that is very true. Some of the jokes just really fell flat to me. Yeah, I think the one of the reasons why is that um I don't think um Benedict Cumberbatch carried um the film as well as it could have was because Tilda Swinton's character was, mm-hmm. to my opinion, more charismatic than he was.
0: Yeah, she was a uh, revelation. I, I, I've i never really warmed to Tilda Swinton, but yeah, she was really, uh, really strong here. I, I got notes saying that she was a, the best of the sporting she, cast. She
1: was amazing. And that's coming from, you know... All that whitewashing backlash that she had as well. Yeah, the, the, I think especially among all the chaos where, which the film is, her scenes are always quieter, and 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 you know she she always gives this presence of strength even in those quiet moments, which is yeah, and also very still quite,
0: quite light, I think maybe because it was supposed to be the ancient one and and all this. I'm kind of picturing a very. Uh, sedate, um, sagacious, if you will, uh, character who's just kind of dropping her pearls of wisdom. But she's kind of always a smile on her face, always very oh. bright. And kind of, I don't think we've seen that kind of character before. And it wasn't kind of lots of smirking and quips and stuff. That would have been fairly horrible. But um, yeah, and no, I thought I thought she was the best of the supporting cast. I thought uh, Chirital Eejafor, whose name I might be pronouncing correctly, was decent. He he didn't have masses to do in this one. No. I thought he, he what he did he did well. Yeah, it was good. Benedict Wong.
1: Benedict Wong. Was, was I, I thought his character was very similar to Drax.
0: Yeah, I can see from that. From Guardians yeah, of Galaxy, st- all that stoic, stoic yeah. date
1: panning bits, and there was a bit in the in the film where it reminded me of um, the last scene of Guardians of the Galaxy as well, when there was this, the dancing group and Drax. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you know what I'm talking so, about, um, then that's the scene
0: is he the best Marvel character who shares his name with the actor do you think Um, Benedict Wong playing Wong that's pretty good is he the
1: only one who shares the same name as his character probably
0: (laughs) Uh, um, what about Rachel McAdams
1: Uh, she was underused and Mm. I know you like having a love interest in the films but I think so um, I know we are not we're not going through spoilers here yet but the comic books there's no Rachel McAdams character, Christian Palmer. Mm. She doesn't exist yeah. in the comic books, especially not. She does, um, but as a not as a love interest for Doctor Strange.
0: Right, I see. Yeah, because I read a bit on Wikipedia about this, and um, there's various different characters. Let's, yeah, I don't want to get too much into spoilers, but the, the various different characters that she could have been, and they seem to be very kind of barely in it, yeah, barely in the comics, so they, they could mold her. I don't see into the point wanted. of
1: her. I think the film would work without her as well.
0: Yeah. God. I mean, I, as you, as you say, I, I love a I love a love interest. I love a romantic subplot. Um, I don't think she got enough to do. I think what she did, she did very well. She she is, a, I mean, she's one of my favorite actresses. So I think you give her half a scene inch, and she'll do really well with it. My hope is that because she's she's a, a high profile actress, and I assume they've got her tied down to a multiple film contract. I hope so. Yeah, but it's uh, like Natalie Portman somewhat. again, right, for Tall? It is. Although Natalie Portman really didn't like making Thor, apparently. Whereas I hope Rachel McAdams would have gone in with her eyes open at this stage, because we've had enough of these films yeah. now that she must know what she would sign up it's for. It's quite
1: similar, though, because you have an outwardly love interest kind of thing. I, I, yeah. In the comic books, actually, Jane Foster has a lot more to do. Christine Palmer is as a character herself. So the...
0: are you? Uh, you're explaining. <laughs>
1: yeah, the fireworks. I think they're mistaking today for the fifth of fifth of November.
0: Remember, remember the thirty-first of October. That's what we say. Very catchy. Thank you. Yeah. No. I um. I see what you mean. And in fact, I, I think Natalie Portman in Thor and Thor Two is the last time we've had a uh, a decent love interest subplot. It's
1: unnecessary. There are not many famous love interests in comic books.
0: But maybe that's why they've created a new character, or or basically created a new character, so that they can build one. I don't know. What about Lois Lane? What about Mary Jane uh, Watson? Apart from Come those two. Yeah, okay. What What about um, Mrs. Drax? <laughs>
1: Good old Mrs. Drax. She died, remember? Yep.
0: She did die. It's very sad. <laughs> right. Um, have we done enough non-spoiler stuff, do you think? Yeah. Right. Spoilers, spoiler, 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 spoiler. spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. 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 Gosh, what about the end when they all died? eh? <laughs> yeah. That was awkward. <laughs> I thought they were going to make a sequel, but clearly not. Yeah, um, no, that's not true.
1: Can I, mean, I first start by um, saying what you thought about the Marvel, the new intro scene from Marvel?
0: Uh, we saw it for, oh, no, I think I'd seen it before because it was at Comic Con or something like that. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's it's so for those who haven't seen it, it basically has lots of clips from Marvel films, whereas previously they kind of did clips from Marvel comics. Um, yeah, and it feels like a kind of big old. Yeah, we we make great films. Have a look. You, you yeah. can't see DC doing that because they'd just be embarrassed with all the nonsense they put out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They'll show the Dark Knight Returns.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you, you liked it?
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I was surprised because I I didn't expect that. Um, it was new, so everyone should look out for it. Oh my God, there's
0: fireworks still going on in the background. <laughs> If you're being shot, tap the microphone three times. Uh, <laughs> so plot wise. He seems okay. He seems okay listeners. Okay, yeah, so I thought the so the car crash was very well done. So uh, yep. obviously that's that's the kind of the origin. But Ben and Lick come much. Doctor Strange is is a, is an excellent surgeon. He gets into a car crash and he's his arrogant, hands get, oh, though. He is arrogant indeed. Uh, his hands get crushed to pieces basically and therefore he can't be a surgeon anymore and that was visually done very well and kind of characterised them very sensibly he was Mm. speaking on the phone trying to overtake people and went took a bit of a tumble
1: and that's why you should not use your phone when you're driving i
0: can't remember the last time i saw a film with someone talking on the phone whilst driving that didn't end up with them crashing and that's kind of an unwritten law of films it's like if you have a drink before driving you're gonna you're gonna crash yes yep and and i for one applaud the concept of not drinking and driving that's a c to z of movies uh promotional this
1: this, this is turning into a personal uh, what do you call it
0: a public announcement if you're thinking about drinking and driving don't do at least one of those things right now <laughs> well
1: done colin well done
0: yeah so after uh, after you get the the car he wants to uh he wants to get it's his, his hand. hands fixed. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is the bit where we actually got to see Rachel McAdams Adam's do some stuff. Because she was... It, it wasn't entirely clear to me what their relationship was. I'm I mean, not. it seems that they, they had previously dated. And then... I'd refer, and they're not dating at this point, but she still seems oh. to have keys to his apartment.
1: Yes. I think they are friends with benefits, Colin.
0: Y- do you think so?
1: They just cannot announce that in a Marvel film.
0: Oh, Wow. I, I I no I don't think that's true. I think I think Rachel McAdams has more self respect than that.
1: <laughs> You're confusing Rachel McAdams with Christine Palmer, Colin.
0: <laughs> I think Christine Palmer has more self respect than that. She's a she's a doctor for goodness sake.
1: But <laughs> well, anyway, after that, uh, Steven Strange Doctor Strange um, found out there's a cure in Nepal.
0: Yeah, because he bumps into a uh, into a bloke who back was broken but now can play basketball
1: exactly and in Nepal he was robbed by white people for some Ooh. reason because you have white people in Nepal robbing
0: yeah those white people
1: the white people did you know that they changed the location to Nepal um, to uh, no um, because it was originally supposed to be in Tibet
0: oh no this isn't a Chinese market thing is it, it is It is. <sighs>
1: and because the, the strained relationships between China and Tibet they in as much as Nepal. they don't recognise Tibet as a country nope
0: Wow, let's not get political. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, Chivatel Aljafos character appeared in Nepal mm-hmm. as Mordu. Is it Mordo? Mordo.
0: M- something more, something other. Like um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it it takes a bit of a stretch to see Benedict come- or see Doctor Oct- Strange as a uh, someone who will travel all that way for this. But um, I don't know. I guess his idea is obviously this, his hands are his his life, and if he can't be a surgeon, what's the point of living?
1: He's quite desperate, though
0: but he's not very impressed when it turns out that it's all about uh, the mind and yeah so magic so um, this is where we all knew going in that this is going to be a film about magic do you think this this worked do you think they, they've they brought magic into the MCU successfully
1: um, yeah I think so I mean they've introduced um, moving through dimensions uh, astral projection astral projection um, yeah. magical artifacts which all have a certain character so I thought they did really well, and then they have that weird magic shield weapon things that they can create from their hands. Yeah. Heads.
0: So, because going into this, I was quite skeptical about will they be able to bring magic into this universe. It worked in the context of this film. I, I don't know whether it's going to work in the wider MCU yet. I think- they did. They did really well bringing Thor in because I was very skeptical about that as well, and that 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 landed. But things like, if if they can do all this magical stuff then why do we need a guy with a bow and arrow
1: everyone loves hawkeye he has a family
0: he does have a family it's pretty great but yeah so the, the astral astral plane stuff. what well, he gets yeah pushed out into this astral plane and can go and go wander around
1: a mirror dimension
0: yes yeah, so the mirror dimension so we saw a lot in the trailers about buildings being crumpled around and all sorts um and i was quite relieved to find it was a mirror dimension because they kind of they can kind of get away with doing more stuff if they eh? say it doesn't really affect the real world. It's just a yeah. well, it's quite, it's very inceptiony, I suppose, that you can do what you like in this um, dimension if you're strong enough,
1: and nothing, nothing will affect the real world.
0: Um, what I didn't think they did brilliantly, I think they kind of got there by the end, but in terms of the magic, I don't think they defined the rules very well, and that's, to me, that's really important in this kind of film. You need to know what you can do, what you can't do, and I think they kind of just got there in the end. But it does seem to be a lot of... So things like when they're in the astral plane, at one point, uh, Doctor Strange is out in a coma and uh, he gets the old defibrillator on him um, <laughs> to put electricity through him. And that means that his astral form can attack the astral form with power. And I think that's the kind of thing that he just seems to know will work. How how does he know that'll work? Where yeah, from?
1: yeah, I think... Yeah, I think... Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I think you should just take that as it is.
0: Also, in fact, he gets uh, gets Christine Palmer to to put the defibrillator on him. So basically, he's just made her a murderer without telling her. That seems <laughs> that seems like it's not a good way to treat you're, your girlfriend. You're,
1: you're reading too much into this, Colin. And it's, you
0: know, no one cares about Christine Palmer anyway. I care about Christine Palmer. <laughs> I care. And she also didn't seem very surprised to see him. out Well, she seemed a little bit surprised that he kind of hovered out of his body in astral form, and then she was like, "Yeah, fine, all right. Where have you been?" It's well, like surely. You- Surely you'd be a little bit more shocked. Well, that. she's lived in a world where you have aliens attacking. That's true. That's true. And good, gods good coming
1: from the sky. So I don't think it would be that surprising.
0: I concede my objection. Mm. You win. You win this one. <laughs> what do you think of the big bat? So the the big purpley guy whose name escapes me. Dormammu. Um, that'll do. Um, I am. I am tired of big CGI monsters in the final act. Uh, that being said, this worked a lot better than it has in previous ones. So things like um, Batman v Superman, where they they brought in the big monster thing, whose name escapes me as well. Doomsday. Thank you. Yes, um, Superman's I,
1: I, Doomsday. Lex said it very clearly.
0: He did say it. Sorry, Lex. Um, I, I thought that was terrible. Uh, I didn't enjoy the big CGI finish to Fantastic Four. I didn't. I, I don't think it's necessarily earned when you've got something happening on one level and suddenly it's just a big CGI monster at the end. As I say, that being said, it, it was dealt with quite imaginatively. The kind of the time loops, which again, weren't brilliantly explained, but they were they were foreshadowed. So fair enough.
1: Hmm. I I enjoyed the way he resolved um, the battle because in the comics, Domamu is just a huge, powerful entity, and Doctor Strange right. does not really defeat him in any way. He just outsmarts him most of the time, really, because you okay. just can't defeat something so powerful. It just makes so, yeah,
0: sense. So, so uh, for those who haven't seen it, but are sticking around for spoilers, he basically defeats it by getting it stuck in a time loop and saying, either you're going to be stuck like this with me for eternity or you'll let us all go. Um, It, it worked okay. I, it kind of felt a little bit tacked on. Uh, I'm not sure how much it linked to what you've done before in some ways. Mm. But I, I'm okay with it. I, I, I mean, it's, I, an ori- I, I like it's an origin film. And it is. And I think it, that's the, the problem with origin movies. You've got to spend two-thirds of the time building up your origin. And that's what we're out here
1: yeah i enjoy this kind of resolution rather than just him beating him up with bigger fists
0: yeah yeah he he used some powers that we knew he had been given uh in a in a clever way mm. fair enough And visually, again it was very impressive but the thing is i don't know how much even with the technology we've got i don't know how much you can kind of build into one of these characters this is why i'm worried about Thanos. i don't know how much we'll be able to care about Thanos. Mm. um we, we shall see i think see. one thing that reminded me in this
1: film was how much it resembles Green Lantern a little bit as well I've
0: not seen Green Lantern have you not seen Green Lantern? no,
1: no. oh um, maybe I won't spoil that uh, the... please
0: don't I'm, I'm not going to watch it <laughs> <laughs>
1: no the reason why it's just uh, I can draw parallels is that um there are like small bats you know the okay. zealots and then there, there's a big bat final as well um, that you don't see until the end just like in Green right. Lantern and then in the film of Green Lantern he just beats him up with some unknown power that he draws from his will. Right. Yeah, yeah, which, so I thought this day much better.
0: Fair enough. And it's one of those things that you kind of hope the sequel will be will be better because they don't have to spend so much time building up to it. And I was thinking about this, another thing it actually always worse because Iron Man 2 was worse than Iron Man. Thor 2 was worse than Thor. Most people preferred Captain America 2 to Captain America, so, so fair I enough. Do. Okay, go found. There you go. I think I do as well, although I didn't love it as much as some people do. So, but there, there is there is certainly hope. But um, and is, Doctor Strange certainly seems to be being built up as the new leader um, of the Avengers. I think that's the idea. Mm. So we'll see plenty more of him. Um, I anticipate that's not that's not a very dangerous prediction, <laughs> um, since he's probably signed lots of uh, lots of contracts to that extent. We haven't yet mentioned uh, everyone's favourite Danish actor, uh, Mads Mikkelsen,
1: as the small bat. What was his name, Colin? The character? Yes. Uh,
0: Mads Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: as a quiz question. You get negative one points going
0: into the Dan Brown film. Quiz. Uh, negative? Wow, quite, not even a zero. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I have no idea what it's called. K. Shilius. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yep,
1: I had to look this up <laughs> as well because um, I didn't know who he was. He's not anything anyone big in the Marvel comic book universe to begin with. Okay. Um, I thought... He was just a generic marvel villain, really he was just there to move the origin story along
0: yeah I didn't care about him at all no he's a decent enough actor as because he's been in a few big i think he was in casino royale um and he's going to turn up in rogue one I believe so he, he's he's decent but yeah he was kind of just archetypal baddie. Mm. there was nothing nothing interesting about him really and this is this is one of my problems with the film I, so I enjoyed the film I probably have more more holes to pick than I might. Otherwise, I've. I think there were too many fight scenes, and he was in most of them, and they were they were fairly well done. Mm-hmm. Like when he, he interrupts, well, he breaks into the uh, the san, it sancto sanctorum, uh, sanctum sanctorum. Yep, that's the one. Um, it a, is a reasonable scene? But I think Doctor Strange is learning all about this mirror dimension. He's learning about these powers. He's learning about the astral plane. There must be more interesting things for him to do than just hit people, surely. Uh, and I, I don't i do not say don't you don't have any fight scenes at all because that's i get that's what this is, is going to be about but it kind of there seem to be at least three or four of them and i think you don't need that many to punctuate the film i think you can have more interesting scenes than possibly with rachel McAdams in them uh, um, no no more love interest Colin. my my
1: favorite fight scene was the last fight scene
0: i think that's they i think the, the good people have uh of Disney Marvel would be disappointed if your favorite wasn't the last one because that's where they spend all the money. Yeah, I know. But
1: I thought uh, when 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 we spoke about the visual effects, there were two, there, there were a few bits where I liked. I liked it when um, Doctor Strange was going through all the different dimensions in in time and space. I thought that was very Ooh. trippy, <laughs> very very trippy. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that a lot.
0: <laughs> y- yeah, I. That's one of the things that's enjoyed to me, to kind of break too far away from from the rest of the film. It kind of reminded me a little bit of um, 2001 A Space Odyssey when they suddenly end up going through all these weird coloured corridors and uh, and i think, what well, what's this got to do with anything? It, it looks great, fair play. You spend a lot of money in it and it works. Um, and it reminded me a little bit also of the Ant-Man where he goes into the uh, subatomic level or whatever it's called. Yes. But, but yeah, I, I could have lived without it. I spent most of the time kind of looking around the corners of the screen seeing if there were any like hidden Easter eggs. Um, Would it? Not that I saw. No, it was a bit disappointing. I thought we might see a a little Ant Man or a Spider Man or something, but no, hmm. but, wasn't to be.
1: But my favorite visual effect was pretty much the last final fight scene. And yeah, Tilda Swinton throwing
0: in, yeah, things around. In this hmm.
1: in this film, because Doctor Strange has the power over time. Um, hmm. This fight scene was done backwards in the sense that the whole what the whole scenes. Uh, Environment around him was moving backwards in time. While he yes,
0: no, that was that was good. It was done very well. It's quite quite funny, quite interesting. It was really mm-hmm. cool.
1: I thought it was very different from just you know mindless destruction.
0: And it's yeah, and again, this is where they kind of did let us know the rules because it is made clear that some people aren't being affected, and and it's by kind of some wavy beams of power that he uses that he can get them into not being affected by backwards time. I thought the the ancient one's death scene was was fairly well done. Yeah, I quite... love
1: that scene a lot as well. That was oh, yeah. probably my favorite scene of the entire film. The the quiet oh, okay. scene where she was just standing outside yeah. with Doctor Strange talking.
0: Yeah, I really felt we earned that because we'd seen a lot of her. We knew what what she was about, mm-hmm. it, and it and it fit with the previous plot in a way that him going and fighting the big purple guy didn't necessarily feel to me that. It worked. so yeah, the, the, I think yeah, I, I'm not sure it was my favorite scene in the film. That was probably the, one of the ones of Rachel McAdams in, but the uh, it was a great, great way to end her character. They did well there. I tell you what, no one in my screening cared about at all. <laughs> Stan Lee turning up. <laughs> yes. Usually, usually Stan Lee gets a chuckle, but there was nothing. <laughs> Dead uh, silence.
1: It was just dull. I think Stan Lee's cameos are getting tired now.
0: Yeah, he was, he was sitting on a bus or something. Was, mm. What's your favorite Stan Lee cameo?
1: I think that could be a good quiz round. You put on the standing cameras and yeah. tell people where the films are.
0: Next time, uh, maybe on. Next time, sometime. I really enjoyed his one in uh, Amazing Spider-Man. What about the uh, the after the credits scenes? So the first one we get, he, uh, we see Doctor Strange chatting with uh, with Thor. Yeah, I thought that was a good way to to bring him in.
1: Yeah, I agree, and we'll expect to see Doctor Strange in the next Thor film next year
0: yes i don't think we knew that was happening did we i didn't know no we i didn't know that but it's good it's good yeah I, hope, I don't want it to have a massive role in it to be honest i think we've already got thor in the hulk i don't want i don't want to see masses of dogs strange in that one but he, apparently he's, he's helping out thor search for his father my only problem with that scene is that you get thor having this magical uh beer which automatically refills mm-hmm. and that's definitely not any kind of magic we've seen in the film to date that's completely new you can just reverse time but he he create, i mean well, if he's the first time that that beer has then come out of Thor's mouth right yeah so um, but we never saw that happen we just get kind of automatically refilled and, and i i i mean it was a fun gag nothing wrong with that but if i i really kind of think when you have magic you need to be clear what the rules are and <laughs> not just invent stuff like that so um we'll see how that plays out and then there was the uh, there was the second one with uh tripetal egefor mordo mordo um, turns out he's a buddy.
1: Yeah, but I knew that already. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, and that's why I, again why I drew parallels with um, Green Lantern because okay. in Green Lantern you have Sinestro, who was um his mentor in at the beginning, and in the end he turns out to be a buddy. It's the same with um, Mordo, and in the comic okay. books, um, Mordo actually plotted to kill the Ancient One right when when uh, Doctor Strange went to Nepal or Tibet to begin with right and the ancient one exiled him so it was right at the beginning uh, okay not there was no like this friendship or kinship so that was going on i
0: know it's a, it's a classic staple of comic book stories that the kind of the, the hero's friend turns out to be a villain yeah um that was all the time but i, I don't think that was i don't think we were beaten over the head with that earlier in the film we didn't kind of get him making like no. menacing looks and stuff so it was, even though we knew it was coming it worked better than it could have done. I uh,
1: thought his change of heart was very surprising, though. I thought it didn't work really well. It was too sudden.
0: I can't remember why he did it, which is probably a bad sign. Yeah,
1: exactly. It was just like, oh yeah, I don't feel like being good anymore. Bye bye.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, I think that's that's probably a flaw in a lot of these things. That even back to the first Iron Man, where the, the guy just Obadiah, whatever his name is, suddenly decides to be a villain. But yeah, I, I, mean, I think I say his his performance was was decent. On so uh, it bodes well for the next one.
1: Mm. Um, one more thing, I don't know whether we're going to climb to an end soon, but we can, get, to get mention, towards it. yeah the the eye of Agamotto. Yes. Which is what uh, Doctor Strange has been using to um, control time. Right. Is an infinity stone.
0: It is an infinity stone. Is it the last infinity
1: stone? No, there's one more.
0: No. Okay.
1: So let's just put things straight. So this Infinity Stone is clearly the Time Stone. Yep. And then so we have the Orb in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the Power Stone. We have the Eater in Thor: The Dark World, and that's the Reality Stone. Right. We have um, the Tesseract in uh, the Avengers, and that's the Space Stone because you can open portals. Yes. And we have Loki's staff which can control people's minds, and that's the Mind Stone. So the only stone that's missing left from the Infinity Gauntlet is the Soul Stone.
0: And we have uh, we have Total Recall, which is the Sharon Stone. <laughs> Little, uh... Uh, right. With that note... <laughs> For those who don't know what Zijan's going on about, um, there are various powerful stones. They're called Infinity Stones. They go into the Infinity Gauntlet. There was a couple of Infinity Gauntlets lying around, but one of them is held by Thanos... And we'll be seeing more about that in Avengers Infinity Wars. Hence the name. Um, I just say there are two scenes in this which scared the hell out of me. Was it the talking cape? The cape is terrifying. Yeah. Um, but it didn't scare me as much as the scene with all the hands coming out of the hands. Ah. So it's, in, it's part of that kind of crazy reality thing. Doctor Strange looks at his, his fingers and each finger starts growing hands. And I couldn't tell you what happens in the rest of that scene because I closed my eyes.
1: Did <laughs> you really?
0: oh (laughs) it's (laughs) horrible well there you go Um, I think that's all we have to say about Doctor Strange I I agree with your initial assessment it's a solid film solid film six Uh, to
1: seven I guess
0: yeah I think I think Marvel pretty much hits constant sevens uh, with the occasional jump to a nine or so and I'd say this is a seven Um, so yeah it well for the future but I think origin stories are never gonna leap up much higher than that Mm. especially if they cut out Rachel McAdams for half the film (laughs) On that note, we move on to the quiz. Uh, and Zijan, you decided last week <laughs> that we were going to have to do a quiz on Dan Brown films.
1: Yes, and let's and leave sh- it as that and start the
0: quiz. And sharing the dedicated <laughs> podcaster I am, I bought and watched the first two films. Why do you
1: do that, Colin? I've, I've, I've Okay, I'm questioning this, because the right. Leica films... Yes. that I told you were excellent, like yes. really, really good. You didn't, couldn't be bothered to buy them and watch them. But now you want to buy and watch the Dan Brown films and it's all your fault.
0: What can I say? I'm an enigma. Um, however, they are absolute, total and utter garbage. <sighs> They're really, really bad. And, and it's not just because they're horrendously blasphemous and I'm a Christian. It's also because the plotting is terrible. The dialogue is terrible. The characterization is terrible. Tom Hanks, who's one of the finest, most characterful actors there is, is just bland as a lump of stone.
1: It's one of the most popular books of all time, Colin.
0: You know that. I can't believe That's you made fact. me watch this. <laughs> I didn't make you watch them. <laughs> there, uh, and And what can I say? Total garbage. But let's do this. Let's do the quiz. Ask me the questions. Let's go. Shall I start? Please do.
1: Question one. Which Dan Brown book, which features Robert Langdon as a protagonist,
0: has not been remade into a film? Do you mean Robert Langford? Who's his name Langford? Langdon. I've not done my research very well. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Is the answer the lost symbol? Yes, that's right. My question one. Which Robert Langford, but apparently Langdon, book has not been adapted as a film? The last symbol! Yay! <laughs> one or carry on. Robert Langdon
1: is a professor of religious iconography and symbology from which university?
0: Ooh, I think he's at Harvard. That's right. Yes, 2 1. Um, your question, too. Which German composer created the original score for the series? Um, it's Hans Zimmer. It is Hans Zimmer. Good work.
1: 2 all the late Hamdan Simmer
0: yeah um, really? Yeah. Die? I think so nothing of James Horner oh was it James Horner who
1: died? he died yeah. oh that's sad I'm confusing my composers yep <laughs> question three according to the Da Vinci Code where is the Holy Grail hidden?
0: in reality yes uh, it's in La Louvre yeah you're right in the, in the dramatic final scene of the film yes Um, in in the Da Vinci Code question 3 Robert is asked in which year a Harvard scholar outrode an Oxford man at Henley what is the answer
1: what (laughs) why
0: if I have to watch these things no
1: 1972
0: the answer is never Never. Um, or in fact surely such a travesty has never occurred (laughs) okay that puts me uh, puts me 3-2 in the lead I Mm -hmm. believe Hit me.
1: Question four. Where was the vial of antimatter stolen from in Angels and Demons?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I imagine it was stolen from CERN, the Large Hadron Collider. Yep, that's right. Four from four. Uh, here's your question four. Um, you need this one to stay in the game. Hit me. To be honest, by this, by this point I was quite angry with having to watch these films, <laughs> so I apologize for these questions. What <laughs> is this? <laughs> I didn't make you watch Uh, his films, Colin. We've been through this. (laughs) When we first see Robert Langford, apparently Robert Langdon, uh, in Angels and Demons, what is he doing? Uh, Swimming. He is swimming. Good work. I thought it was quite a tough one, but you nailed it. Mm. And question five for me.
1: In the most recent Dan Brown film, who or what is Inferno? Uh,
0: Inferno is... Well, according to the tagline, humanity is a disease, inferno is the cure, but inferno is a disease to wipe out humanity, isn't it? So Yes, no? I'm gonna go for the disease. Yep, it's a virus. Is that the first time I've ever got five from five? I this is very exciting. think so,
1: yeah. For Dan, for your favorite film series so for far. <laughs> it clearly shows how much you love this film. Uh, be,
0: yeah. Uh, my final question is also about Inferno. Um in which century was Dante's Inferno written? Hmm. Seventeen. Uh, 14th century oh. it's very, it's very, old. It's very well, old there you go that's my first victory since August I think wow um, Colin well done on, which a, on your
1: favourite film series I'm sure none better than to ask you on this
0: oh boy I can see where this is this is going to come back up again isn't it um, well there you go 5-3 to me which is also the score today next Excellent. quiz next quiz um, are you familiar with the west wing yes it's the opposite side of the east wing it, that's right The uh, west wing is a tv series um about the white house I, I mention it partly so i can point people in the direction of west wing weekly uh, uh, another podcast which is much more popular than this one but check it out it's good fun um where they go through episode by episode uh looking at the west wing and talking through it
1: where are we going with this
0: don't worry i've got a plan um hosted by joshua malina uh, who appeared in the west wing and his co-host Rishi something or Uh check it out anyway Aaron Sorkin wrote The West Wing oh. and he also wrote the screenplay to a number of films including Social networks, Steve Jobs A Few Good Men and more and the quiz next time is on the films of Aaron Sorkin
1: okay I can do that
0: excellent uh, what else are we talking about next week Susan
1: are we talking about something else next week oh yeah we we're talking talk? about
0: Harry Potter we are yeah Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them I'm looking forward to it when is it coming out by the way it sometime in the next three weeks yeah, well done we are such a source of
1: information here guys
0: uh, yeah well we've really nailed this ending um, <laughs> Copy our information see ya bye